All right, so we uh, we came, we uh, did an entire podcast, we sat in the hot tub for about three hours. That's pretty much it. What is up, you sexy bastards? It is your boy, Hot Tub, a.k.a. Rabbi Candlers, a.k.a. Noah Kagan. In today's episode, I talked to Eric Decker, better known as Eric. If you've been on YouTube at all in the last 12 months, you've probably seen one of his videos. He has made headlines for sneaking into the Super Bowl, jumping on a plane with Logan Paul's couch, and stranding himself on an island until he got a million subs. But just one year ago, he was a college dropout who was running a wedding videography business. COVID completely tanked his stuff, and with $20,000 in debt and nowhere else to turn, he tried to go all in on YouTube, and he made it happen. If you've ever want to learn about how to go all in on your dreams when your back's against the wall and come out on top, you're going to love this stuff. Plus, he's such a fun dude. Here's three gigantic things you're going to take away. Number one, why he thinks YouTube is changing the world. Two, how the heck did he snake into the Jake Paul fight by pretending to be Justin Bieber? And three, why fame is the biggest blessing and curse. Enjoy those three things, plus a bunch more ear nuggets along the way. Go check out AppSumo.com. Come on. If you're on your phone, go to AppSumo.com. It is the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. So if you are starting or growing an online business, or if you have software or books or courses to promote to other entrepreneurs, AppSumo.com. And YouTube.com slash OKDork. You know, YouTube is kind of cool. Check it out. I put my videos up there. I want to talk to you. Also, a special pre-show shout out to listener Josh Allen Brown. We don't know where he is, but he said, Noah, ask the best questions. I also have the best listeners, just like you, Josh Allen Brown. Thank you so much. And thank you, every other one of you listeners. If you want to shout it in a future episode, you can tweet me or leave a review wherever you listen to the show. I check every single one of them. You were in Atlanta for the fight? Yes. So I was in Atlanta for the uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren fight. Uh, yeah, I'm basically banned from going into those fights because I've snuck into so many of them. That's kind of like a little genre series that I have going on the channel where I sneak into places. Something I've been doing since I was like, 15 years old. I don't know why. I'm just, I just like sneaking into things. It's just fun for me. Like I've never paid for a music festival, but I've gone to like tons of them because I always find a way. Is there a key one or two things that people want to sneak into stuff? Uh, I always say there's two options. There's either uh, wit or there's brute force. Those are your only two options. So either one, you prepare for the circumstance, right? So say for example, you uh, disguise yourself as a security guard and you invest in a security shirt and a hat and just dress in all black and you're prepared and a fake walkie talkie the whole bit. Or your other option is brute force, which means you jump a fence and then run as fast as you possibly can. It's my favorite thing to do. It's a fa- it's my favorite hobby. I think what's fascinating. I want to go. We'll go on the Jake Paul thing. I think yeah. what's fascinating about that is like the upside is cool ass fucking show. Yeah. Interesting experience. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Downside is they just kick you out or they don't have you in. Correct. Yeah. 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 And usually it's not real police. It's just hired security for the event. So the risk is pretty low. So yeah. For example, on this Jake Paul fight, Triller has my face like plastered on the inside of the arena. Like, don't let this kid in. No way. They literally Dead have serious. your face. Dead serious. I mean, this is this whole thing. I keep monetizing, sneaking into this place, and like, <laughs> this whole bit. Uh, so this time, I had the idea of, since I'm in my homeland, I know a few people, I basically put together a police escort to make it look like I was Justin Bieber for the fight. And then I hired a police escort and then a, <laughs> two Rolls Royces and a Ferrari. No fucking way. I'm dead serious. And then we got in, I had a, I was driving a Colon and I had my friend driving his Ray Colon. It's like a, it's like a new uh, Rolls Royce truck. Yeah. Yeah. So we're driving like a crazy cars and then police escorts on either side. They take us directly into the fight back entrance. I have like Justin Bieber merch on. I put my hood on and I just kind of bend down and we walk directly into the fight. No one stops us. But where do you sit? Bleachers. And then I sneak down to the main floor and then I'm like right there in front of I'm watching the fight. But that's, I mean, it's fun. It's fun stuff. I like doing that. It's really fun. I don't even know where to go with Finding that. Finding back doors to things. Yeah. And you, you find an, there's, there's always the third door, you know, there's like, there's always. Oh, a, Alex Venia? Yeah. There's yeah. always, there's always another option. You know, there's always a way in. Do you feel like some of your stuff is to inspire people to do that? Or is that just like, hey, I fucking just enjoy it and that's my jam? It's hard. The purpose of the channel is not to tell people. We call it like the Robin Hood concept is like kind of how I describe the channel is like giving from the rich and you're taking from the rich and giving to the poor. So like, how do you take this, uh, opportunity and, and experience that is sort of elite. reserved for the only the elite yeah. and show that like a normal person can also experience this thing you know yeah so i just do it for that i'm not recommending anyone go do that bad idea don't do it but it's just to prove a point you know so the question that everyone's asking is when do you get canceled that's a good question <laughs> you that's know what i mean it's like, do you think about that i do definitely it's like you have to be careful with what you say but also enjoy yourself I think it's, I mean, it's demotivating for like someone like myself and maybe for you too, who's like on the come up and it's like, is everything that I'm working for right now or not? Like in three to five years from now. And 
am I going to have focused so much on creating content for my audience to make them happy that I did one thing wrong and the entire thing's over because of that? It's like, was this all for nothing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's scary. That's like makes me want to stop making videos. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not a fun thing. We all learn and make stupid mistakes, you know? But yeah, it's a scary little trap to fall into. And unfortunately, if you're aiming to be the top of the top and the elite in this game, everyone who's ever made it to the elite gets canceled. So should you just get over with? <laughs> That's the question. That's the question. So like you, Nelk, for example, has created a world where they're cancel proof. They can't be canceled because every episode they're making unbelievable jokes that shouldn't be allowed on the internet. And that's kind of their style. So that's the other option. Well, I hope you never do, man. Same. And you honestly, you seem like you have good vibes from everything I've seen of your stuff. Yeah, I, I try really to. Enjoy it. Yeah, I try to. I appreciate that. I have to also let the audience know that I'm well aware of you. I'm, I'm very impressed with the come up on YouTube in the last like oh, really? six to eight months. Wow, thank you. a phenomenal job. Thank you. Uh, I've been watching. I've been subscribed for since you had like 15K subs. Uh, very impressed. And not only that, but before this, let a long time viewers know that I had a production company before this. And I told you earlier, I actually purchased all of your email templates and just copy and pasted that stuff. So Dude, yeah, you're awesome. Long time, so awesome. long time fan. Been plugged into you Dude. as a business mind on the internet. Uh, so yeah, I'm fired up to be here. Fired up Bro, to be doing this. If video. I had a little brother that was Christian, I'd want him to be you. Yeah, let's go, baby. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Love that. I was actual fights. So you sneak in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you sneak in. You were Bieber. Okay. I have all these other questions, but this is more fucking interesting. Yeah, so how did it be Bieber? Did you, dude? Actually- it was unbelievable. So in the video, I'm clarifying. I'm yelling out the window at everyone taking pictures and storming the car and telling them I'm not Justin Bieber. This is not my car. <laughs> I'm not actually this famous. I promise. So I'm clarifying for everyone and letting them know, but they're too excited to listen to me. So they all still they think I'm hear Bieber. You. They couldn't no, they hear can't you. hear me over their own screams. But I'm trying to let them know that I'm just a YouTuber. I'm not actually Justin Bieber. So yeah. Oh, did you? Because Bieber sounds like YouTuber too. Uh, maybe it does. <laughs> maybe that's why they were confused. Yeah. I mean, the people were screaming up until the moment. How did that feel? How was that? Oh, dude, it was the best feeling. It was dude, like this. Yeah. It was yeah. like this, this false dopamine rush of like I have worked extremely hard and achieved so much. For a moment, I was Justin. I snuck into Bieber's wedding as another sneak. In. I did do that. Did you make it in? Yeah. How was the wedding? It was great until five minutes before I got caught by police and they kicked me out. How they know it was you? Did you have to have uh, I flew a drone to try to get the money shot, and then they caught me. Hon, <laughs> you weren't satisfied just being. No, you you know you get too comfortable, and then you have to take it up a notch. So we bring a freaking huge drone in and try to launch, and this this whole bit. So it wasn't great. It was a bad idea. Who and, else did you see at that wedding? I mean, everyone, dude. It was, it was everyone. Like my mom's there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not Deborah. Alec Baldwin, Kanye, the Kardashians, Katy Perry. They're all there. Who were you most excited? Who'd you see? You're like, oh my god! I really like Alec Baldwin. So uh, what's that so one cool. movie? The ABC Always Be Selling uh, or Always Be Closing? That was really cool. I'm a big fan of that. Movie. I thought. Did you say what up to these people? No, I stayed at a distance. We were pretending to be photographers, so I had to keep my distance and stay professional. All right, so you get into the thriller fight, how, and so you feel like Bieber. You feel like you're, and you, I mean, you worked yeah. so hard all these years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get of to course, where you are. very hard. I went to the bleachers and I just sat there until it was my time to shine. And then I put on a fake Triller shirt and then I snuck past some gates, got down to the main floor. And then the whole point, I didn't tell you this. I knew that Ben Askren was going to win. <laughs> I, knew that he, I knew that Jake was going to beat him. So I just knew. I just had you confidence. Ben was going to lose. Ben was going to lose. Sorry. Yes. So I, I made the world's largest Band-Aid for him because I felt bad for him afterwards. So I made a nine-foot Band-Aid and then delivered it to him at the very end. How did you deliver it to him? I snuck backstage, and as he was walking to his locker room, I tried to do it to him. What so, are you feeling when that's happening? Adrenaline. It's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite thing to do. I'm with a real secret heart. Yeah. That kind of stuff is my favorite. Being in rooms I technically shouldn't be in is, like, my favorite thing, which is becoming harder as the YouTube channel is growing because now people think that, like, Triller's paying me to come do promotion as the sneak-in. But they also hate you? Wouldn't they pay Triller, you? yeah, right. But they think that behind the scenes... I had to disclose in this video, Triller is not paying me. I would be legally required to state that right now because uh, people think that, I, yeah, I'm taking these videos at this point, which makes sense. But look at us up here, though, dude. I feel like you're in houses like this more often than I am. I think what's interesting, I think when people see someone like yourself making all this attention, yeah. going all these places, hanging yeah. out with all these people, they're like, he's got to be rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. That's part of the, that's part of the gimmick, right? Is like you associate yourself with these people to create a, uh, an aura of celebrity on yourself yeah you know uh that's part of the deal is surrounding yourself with this it's part of the game so yeah i would agree with that it's part of the 
Okay. Is that, I guess, what is it you want? Is that what you want? My goal is to become one of the biggest users on the platform. Yeah? And that is your goal? Yeah, that's all I care about. It's all I've ever watched. I've never watched TV. I watched YouTube since I was a little kid, since I was like in fifth grade. How old are you? 24. So I've always just watched YouTube for my entire life. It's all I've ever wanted to do. So yeah, I don't really care about anything but YouTube. I talk about YouTube all day. I'm like on calls about YouTube with other YouTubers for like three, four hours a day if I'm not shooting. And I just talk about YouTube all day. I love it. It's my favorite thing. And YouTube is my favorite brand. It's the sickest brand on planet Earth. I think that the way that YouTube has changed the world, I think that YouTube, the way that it enables people who are like normal humans to like all of a sudden like use eyeballs to become like wealthy and change the world the way that they like it. I think it used to be the only way to change the world was to have enormous sums of money, which I think is still true. But I think it's shifting a little bit where having an enormous audience also enables you to change the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It used to be like the only way to really like change the world for how you believe it should be is accumulating enormous amounts of wealth. Yeah. Now you can accumulate enormous amounts of audience and also change the world in a similar way. So yeah, my big goal is like massive positive impact on planet Earth. And I think the way that that's achieved in like 2030, 2040 is by having a massive audience that you can push in a direction. It's funny who we associate with because I maybe I guess actually this is interesting. Do you feel like your associates are all high moral compass? The people that I have in the business? And just around you? Yeah, I try to. Well, I'd say, like, the people I have around are, like, insanely stable. Like, oh, I have yeah. people that are, like, they're just, like, there's no chaos. That's what I look for. That's, like, my number one job trait when I put a job listing out is you have to be in it for the long run. Because, like, instability scares me, like, badly. Well, the one thing I was wondering, I was just trying to think through it, is that, do you think that you're worried that what you're doing is not, it's not that not good, but, like, you're not, you're misleading? Like, what's the underlying thing that you're worried about what you're actually delivering is not, not good? Or not pure. I'm pretty proud of what I've done on YouTube, but I know, I guess I know in the back of my mind that I could go to Wall Street or something like that or go like start some like scammy little business or like something and like kill it and make a bunch of money the wrong way. And so the moral dilemma is I grew up like very poor. So I have this uh, desire to make as much money as humanly possible to create stability in my life. At whatever means necessary. And I have to push back against that and create a situation for myself where I have to make money doing things that I'm also proud of. So I make money doing something I'm not proud of, then it doesn't really matter in the first place. How yeah, do you feel about your situation now? I'm, I'm much more stable now. But a year ago, I was not. I was in a really bad spot. And like, what was that? So I was running a wedding uh, production company where I was in college, hated it. I was so I had a dive scholarship, right? It was the only way I was going to get out of high school. I had like a two point six GPA, terrible school. The only way I was going to get out was by creating like some kind of situation where I was going to get a scholarship. And I was really good at I like picked up trampolining for some reason. I don't know why. Like that's where I spent my alone time. It was just crazy. So I learned like crazy flips and stuff. And so then I was like, oh, I should start a dive team. So I started a dive team at my school. I become like pretty good at it. And then by senior year, I'm like number three in the state of Georgia at diving. I go to the championship dive competition. I have three scholarship offers with the worst GPA because I've like really trained myself like at diving. I go, I have such an ego about it that I um ego. I save my biggest dive for my last dive. But what you don't understand about dive competitions is they're three hours long. You have to do eleven dives. So by the last one, you're exhausted. So I save my biggest dive for the end, and it's a backflip with three and a half twists. And I miss the twist by like a quarter turn, and they call it a failed dive. So I go from like second place in to like fourteenth place. All scholarships get pulled out. Uh, so I ended up going to this community college that my mom made me apply to, and I hated it. So I was trying to figure out a way to get out, and the only thing I knew was video. Um, so I started a wedding video production company, and basically what that turned into was the goal was to make it into a six-figure company, which then I could justify in my mind dropping out of college. So I made it into that, dropped out, and then ran Facebook ads in like 15 different cities to book weddings, and then I would hire local talent to fulfill the labor on those weddings. So grew that was doing really well, never was really satisfied because I always wanted to do YouTube and I was doing like kind of this off-brand version of production. COVID hits, takes the entire event industry down. I'm destroyed. Uh, I end up $20,000 in debt. Decide, I feel, uh, somebody said this to me the other day, but uh, change is created either by inspiration or desperation. And I was still like backed into a corner of desperation and like all that was left was to do YouTube. So I started the YouTube channel. And that brings us to a year later, which is today. Yeah, that's how it all happened. Dude, so if that dive hit, you'd be working at Pizza Hut? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. If YouTube didn't work, I would. No, 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 but if the dive, if you had that quarter fucking turn, oh and yeah, you got the scholarship. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. The quarter inch fucked you, that bust you, set me up for success. Yes, yes, correct. I learned so, way more by missing the quarter turn than I ever would have if I would have gone and dove for college. So much more. I like literally lived an entire extra lifetime by missing the quarter turn. So the moral of the story is miss the quarter? Yeah, maybe like <laughs> the failure, fa- just fail as much as you can. I don't know. I think that's true. I, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of literally in five minutes what leads us to today. Which So this is all very surreal for me because in that company, I have a marketing thing that goes out like every other day reminding brides to try to book weddings. And I base a lot of that off of buying stuff from you. Dude. So that, it's very full circle to like 365 days later to be here today. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. There's, I think me and then I, I don't know. I guess you can tell from the different people in YouTube. It's like what comes across is like real. Yeah. Or what's, I don't know, it's real. But like it's people we want to see succeed. Yeah, right. And your content, I don't know, I feel that way. Yeah, I love that. I appreciate that, man. It's just like, yo, he's like, I don't know, you're you're not Forrest Gump, but yeah. I just watched it and I cried a lot. Yeah. I cried a lot. Like You cried? Oh, big time. Watching the content? No, no, not not yours. Oh, no, okay. No, no, Forrest Gump. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, what are, you, what are you crying about in my videos? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> no, I was okay. just, no, but like okay. Forrest Gump, we all want him to win. Like, I yeah, cried yeah. a lot because I was just like, his yeah. love for Jenny and like his- Is that your favorite movie? It might be up there, dude. Okay, okay. His, He's such a good dude. Like, I think that's why you've done so well to some extent too. Like, sure. I think okay. it comes from a little bit of experience of like, you know what it feels like. What the the alternative is, I already know what the alternative feels like of not working hard and like pursuing what I wanted to do. So I mean, it's like very clear what the alternative is. So you use that as fuel to do the opposite. You know, like that's what I think it is. You mean you know what like the wedding kind of business would have been like and all? That? Uh, I know what doing something I don't love feels like, and I know what being extremely broke feels like. And I don't like either of those things. So the alternative is this, and so I better work really hard to avoid falling into the traps of the other two. And I think what's interesting with YouTube, people are like, oh, these guys know everything because they only see the edited version of, course. of these clips. I talk to like Jimmy and like all these guys who have enormous amounts of subscribers. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everyone is trying something new all the time. Like no one knows, right? Yeah. Do you feel that way? There's days where I feel discouraged. There's days I, I do wonder, I'm like, should I be working on different things? Do, do you something. feel like the best way to enable people to do is by doing what you're doing now with YouTube and stuff? I don't know. Okay. You're Sometimes- trying to find the answer to that? I enjoy the YouTube because I feel like it's the best way to reach a lot of people relative to the amount of time it takes. Okay. Like, well, like, I mean, like, you're making time for this right now. The reason I do this selfishly is this is really, my energy level is probably 100 extra hearing your story. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I think there's a part of it where, like, this YouTube, like, Jake, who I got to hang out with earlier, it's enabled me to, like, meet people that are doing things. Right. I'm so fucking inspired. Like, hearing your stuff, like, I don't particularly want to, like, sneak into bar mitzvahs. Yeah. Or, like, you know, go to a quinceanera and yeah, be like, yeah, oh, yeah. yo, what's up? It's, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, Adam Sandler's here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not my jam, okay. per se. It could be. Yeah, yeah. But just meeting these people is, like, fucking exciting. And then, I think with the YouTube stuff, it's also, like, I have enjoyed seeing people take action, and I've enjoyed interacting. Like, I respond to almost, not everyone, but almost all the comments. I don't have to. I don't do do you look at it as a business? No, not right now. Okay. I look at it as an investment, but okay. not necessarily a business. And I, the idea is that, like, if myself becomes a brand around, like, specifically around the business content, like, that'll help out Sumo and, like, other things we're going to do in the future. Right, got it. So you're building it as sort of a separate piece to promote the things that you care about and you're already building. Yeah. I don't know. It, it is interesting. I go back and forth on that. Like, if you actually look at the dots for my career, I've enjoyed just finding fucking cool shit, the coolest stuff. Yeah. And I don't think I've always created it. I just think I'm the biggest promoter of it. I'm the evangelist. I'm yeah. like the person that like, Eric is doing, I think you're doing amazing stuff. So like my life is like, oh shit, I get to meet this person. Sure. I'm not changing or packaging anything. I'm just like, yo, world, check this stuff out. Right, right, right. That's what AppSumo is. That's what I did at Mint. That's what I did at Facebook. You're basically that's... taking like information and repackaging it to like show. Or just telling people, here's the stuff I, I say you should go check out because it's doing awesome for the world. That's how you build businesses. Why does business appeal to you? Why do you want to do business? Why is this what you want to do with your life? What else is there to do? I mean, you can go work at the <laughs> post office. You can go work at Pizza Hut. You can go be a real estate agent. I mean, there's different answers for different one of those things. Like, why do I want to do business? Like, why do you want to push yourself the way you're pushing yourself? Yeah. You're choosing to go ride a bike across the country. Why are you doing that? I think with the business stuff, I think I've tried other things that weren't business. Like, I tried government in college. Okay. I ran for student government. I won. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then I was like, yo, government sucks. All <laughs> okay. these people suck. Okay. Like, they don't do anything. All they do is want to talk and they want to, like, waste money. So I didn't like that. Like, I was, it was 
talking with uh, this guy Nick on our team today, and I was like, I was like, I just want it to be the way that I'd like it to be. Yeah. So like, I don't want to go to a company. I'm like, yo, this sucks. Like when I worked at Intel. Yeah. That was my first job. Okay. I was just in all these meetings. And I was in these things. I'm like, yo, all this sucks. I don't like. Like I was in a room one day, and this guy came in. He's like, get the fuck out of the room. Like. I work at the same company as you do. Yeah. Turns out he was a VP, you know, probably millions of dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, yo, I'm, I work here too. Yeah. Like, respect me. Right. And I think that's what I was like, I want to be part of it. Like that way. Like, anyone can talk to anybody. There's not like Noah's above you or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess I, I always thought it would be my own company that would happen. It's hard for me to stop. Everything I was doing up until maybe two years ago was just like, one, I think getting fired by Facebook really affected my confidence and affected me like my fuck these people, fuck these Harvard people, yeah. fuck these like Ivy League, and then, yeah. I don't know where my mind mindset came from, but it was always like, how does this make money? It's just like, it, it's tiring to always just try to think about money, it's just like, what about living? Something specifically is like, we, I love Mexicans, Yeah, it's my favorite race. Okay. And I think Mexicans, Why is that? I think they just enjoy life. Okay. I think their culture is like, yo, we're gonna fucking enjoy this shit, dude, we're gonna have great music, we're gonna <laughs> yeah, have cervezas, yeah, yeah. micheladas, yeah. like, yeah. Food. I love tacos. Yeah. This fixation with how much money people have, millions and billions, yeah, but it's like, yeah. Most of the happiest people probably have a lot less. Yeah, and yeah. The people that are so consumed with trying to just make money, like, probably aren't as satisfied. And okay. That's like a hard fucking mix to live. That's interesting, man. I, I, I guess a question that I would have for you then, right, is like last year, dead broke. This year, like right now, I'm like at the level, at the income level, where like, it's like over where they say... Like, oh, this is, like, where happiness tops out. I don't believe that's that. Okay. It's always 70000 which I don't know how they came up with. Okay, right. What, so, do you mind saying, I do think you might have a range? Of how much money I personally make, over $100,000. Below seven or below seven figures? Below seven figures. Okay. Somewhere in the middle there. So, hitting a million subscribers was as rewarding as I ever imagined it being. What? Yeah, 100%. It was the most adrenaline. I was on a high for, like, two weeks straight. Okay. I had the best time of my life. And I was like, dude, like everyone said, like when you hit these like numbers, it won't feel any type of way, but it felt a type of way. And it might've been because of all the hype behind it. And like, we built this thing and like it hit it in the time period that we said it was going to hit it in, which is the first time that ever happened to me. But I was like jazzed for like two weeks straight. It was the exact high I always imagined it would be, which was awesome. Making more money, which I'm so blessed and grateful for is making me exponentially happier. And more comfortable. That's fucking cool to hear. Yeah. So it makes me interested in like asking you, for example, who's been at it a little bit longer than me yeah. and made more money than me. How does yeah, making exponentially more money, where's the happiness level like sort of dip off and where do you start focusing on life instead of money? It's funny as you change, like now is the money does, it's more of like, I don't know, man. Like, we hit 100,000 stuff last year. I was pretty fucking stoked. Yeah. Way more than the amount of money. You were stoked on that, right? I was stoked on getting 100,000 subs. As equally to the money or what? I think the money is more of like, it makes me feel like I have a bigger dick. There's like, a little ego kick to it. Yeah, because you do compare yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a man as like as a competitor of sorts. You're like, yeah, yeah. how am I doing? How are other people doing? Like, yeah. okay, I'm in seven figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been there for a while, but I also like... Personal income. Straight income, yeah. That's fucked. That's sick. Yeah. That's, that's a fucked situation. I'm I mean, proud I, of I, you. I'm genuinely proud of you. That's like against the grain. I feel like the money I've made has been really fucking hard. Okay. Like, Fire to Facebook was supposed to be super rich. Okay. So, like, the guys who work for Facebook now yeah. have, like, mansions here and yeah. McLaren's and, like, okay. crazy mansions. Okay, okay, okay. And then Mint didn't get rich. And then, like, banned by Facebook. And then another thing, and then it's like, yeah, AppSumo, I didn't make money for, like, more or less really money for, like, five years. Yeah. And then finally, like, seven years in the game, I'm like, okay, now I'm making, like, six. Now I'm making seven figures. Okay, okay, okay. It's been hard. And now I'm, like, enjoying the fruits of it, but it's, like, 15 years later. Totally, bro. Uh, they say building a brand takes eight years minimum. Like, if you're not in it for eight years, quit now because you're not going to make any money doing it. And then I think there's a balance that I try to remind myself of, which is just like, what is it different in my life that I really don't have? Okay. And I, I think one of the biggest things this year was like, put on my own oxygen mask. How much do you actually need? Which not even, it's honestly not even millions. Like, I live a relatively, this is obviously nice, but like, I live a relatively frugal life. Uh-huh. Once you have that taken care of, you don't, I think people will try to work all this money. Like, I met this woman two days ago. She's a divorce lawyer. And she's like, I work all the time. I'm like, yeah, but you're going to die. Yeah. Why don't you fucking enjoy this shit? Like, I was trying yeah. to discourage her from that. And, like, she was really into yoga. I was like, get, and yeah, you're not yeah. gonna make as much money, but let's try to get into the yoga stuff. Well, you could, though. She could become a great yoga instructor and start online and get 30,000 subscribers, paying $5 a month, make a bunch of money. That's always a challenge, though, is what I've noticed. Is that, you think so? Yeah. So, I have a friend, one of my best friends in the world who works at Amazon now, makes good money, and he does YouTube, too. Okay. 
But YouTube doesn't pay him shit. Okay. And so it's really hard for him to get into it, but he okay. loves making videos. But I think you, if you stay persistent with it, you'll eventually make yeah. money. Make I think life catches up. Like, you get a wife, you get dogs, oh, you have a sure. baby. That's and then you're, not, you're also not getting the results right there. Like, I think you were, you're almost desperate. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yo, COVID hit, wedding ain't happening. I need to fucking start. Yeah, it was in a bad stuff. position. Bad, 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 bad. Yeah, I guess I was trying to think, is your stuff replicable? Can everyone do what you did? That's so, I've been thinking about, that's what I've been really been thinking about the last week is how do you create a situation? Because I just launched a thing called Creator Now, which I'm extremely excited about. And, and it is in not... partnership with YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing some stuff with YouTube, which is really cool. How the fuck do you partnership with YouTube? I saw yeah. the bottom right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sick. It's super cool. So it is no course anything. There's no preloaded anything. It's all action-based. Which is what I'm all about. Is like, like you said, it's doing. Like, yeah. How do you create some of the situation where people do stuff? So it's like, I'm not really gonna. I'll show up and I'll critique your videos, but you're gonna get partnered up with an accountability partner and an accountability team, and you're gonna be rewarded if you do your work. Hmm. And it's posting six videos in six weeks. So a video a week for six weeks. It's trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Come back. I'll review your video. You'll talk to smart people. Blah blah blah. And that's like the model behind it. So my goal is like with that is like, how do you create a situation where? You don't have to be backed into a corner like I was, and you can learn from inspiration instead of desperation. Can I create a situation where people can learn from inspiration instead of desperation? Because desperation is the less fun way to start something. I promise you. I promise it is not fun. I promise it is miserable. Somebody told me when I was 18, and it stuck with me for forever, yeah. that people with a net worth over $50 million sacrifice something that wasn't worth sacrificing. Is that true or I'm false? Not, I'm not at 50. Uh, did I have to sacrifice? No. I think what's interesting now about Absumo, and I like, I was, there's a guy I really enjoyed named Will Sear. How do I help everyone now to come to also get rich? That's sick. No, but at uh, the same time, like, personally, that's part of what a professional is. That's honestly pro level, pro fucking sustain, which is tough. I think that's what I realized in this. The only way I'm going to be able to sustain is one, building depth with the audience so I'm not just playing one upmanship with myself every video. So it's building story. Like, I'm going to bring characters into the video that people care about. No matter what the video's title, if it's a black screen, they're still going to click. That's the goal. How do you create that situation? Because if you can create that, you're literally printing infinite money. Well, it's also making it less dependent that the Eric show has to, it has to be Eric all the time. Correct. Right. Like, well, like in this last video, I'm on screen probably 10, 15% of the time, uh, which is the goal. We were talking about that with Seinfeld. Yeah. Hey, do you dude. watch Curb? Yeah. Great. Dude, Herb was like, Herb a, was like it, Larry David putting his dick down and be like, yo, I know you like Seinfeld. Yeah. That was really me. And then let me show you. God tier. It's yeah. a show about nothing. Literally. Curb is very funny, dude. The whole season that takes place because he tells the lie about living in New York and then he has to relocate. It's so crazy, dude. He tells like one like white lie about living in New Like he has to move to New York to get out of some plans. And the whole next season takes place in New York because he actually has to move there. Damn, he's it's good, just, dude. Yeah, it's just it's just so it's genius. It's genius. Yeah, dude, YouTube is stressful, man. I'm glad you're starting to feel the pressures of it. It's of pleasing an audience and staying consistent. I, I have a bone to pick with you. You do these YouTube breakdowns. We've done. Do you need one? No. Oh, I was. I mean, you know, you can do it if you want. But you don't have to. <laughs> I have. A, I have a little bone to pick with it. I left a comment on one of yours. I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. I think that you are miscalculating ad revenue. Oh, I think you're right. By a large percentage. Not intentionally. Okay. I think some of our earlier videos we were. Okay. Do you think you're being more exaggerated? Just real quick. Do you think you're being more exaggerated because you're on? Yeah, of course. Fifty percent. You mean right now? No, 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 no. Just on the videos. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like 50, you're doing 50 percent more? 15. That's 50. not much. No, no, no. Just a little bit. A little bit more exaggerated than I was. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Of course. You're like you have Salt to, you Bay to... of YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. So I'd like to do YouTube for at least 10 years, if not the rest of my life. I love it. So if people are thinking I'm a liar, like you, a little, no, you're not thinking I'm a liar, but you're like, yo, you exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. You might, you'll not trust me. Right, yeah, correct. I feel like one of my fears is creating chaos. Yeah. I create this fucking, like, tornado. Like, I come in, and it's this fucking experience. You're yeah. like, it's awesome, but you're, like, tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fucking thoughts. Two of them is, one, no one gives a fuck about how much money you make. No one cares about your accomplishment. They care about themselves. We're all focused on this destination of 50 million subs or whatever the fuck money or whatever yeah. it is. But, like, what about the whole journey of the bike ride fucking yeah, getting yeah, yeah. there? That's good. That's good. That's good. And so I'm like, that's kind of as much as I think I've been so, I'm so focused on the outcome that, like, I miss the income. I miss that. Like, the actual income. I'm so focused on the outcome, I miss the income, dude. Yeah. That's I mean, a Drake that, line. That sounds like a good rap line. Yeah, is that is. a Drake line? That should be. No, I think everything else, you're crushing it, dude. You're, you're consistent. The thumbnails are good. Whoever your thumbnail guy is, he's doing really good. 
I Give actually guys. okay. It's Sasa. He's in Slovakia or uh, Ukraine. Okay. Shout out Sasa and Jeremy who helps him. The only problem that that I feel is like I feel like everyone in my thumbnails is the dumb face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. I fucking oh man. Over exaggerated. I know, but it's just like the uh, the thing about the YouTube thumbnails is your face has to be a very clear emotion. It has to be a basic emotion. If it's not a basic emotion, then it's just like. You're not. You're no, C- I want to do that, dude. I wanna... CTR goes way down. No, it does. Our C- so we track CTR. Do you do, do? you look at analytics all the time, constantly? This is the shit about YouTube that I think most normal. I would say like the normal people don't think about. Okay. Mr. Beast is su- you met Jimmy? No. Super scientific. Like they look have a data people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You people think that you're just like okay, cool, poop it out. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's a game. It's a giant game. I just I hate dumb. So it's a fun game. I get it. The dumb faces. It, 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 I joke that it, my jaw hurts after taking thumbnail photos because it's like, it's like the most your jaw ever gets extended. But it, honestly, it's a game to. I do like seeing meeting the people. I like what it enables. Yeah, yeah. I of like course. your audience. You know, I like. I have said that on a couple of podcasts that my favorite part about the entire thing is it takes people who are like people that you like look up to and make, makes them your friend. Like right now, like you're becoming like we're becoming friends. I think, we're like up there, dude. Yeah, but we both look at each other as like these people on the internet. But the cool thing about it is by participating. And playing the game, you now become friends with that pe- with those people. That's the coolest part about this whole thing. Super smart people. It is. They say that the smartest minds in 2020 are focused on advertising. And that is what YouTube is. By nature, YouTube is the top marketers creating videos to market to an audience. On the second most visited website on the entire internet. I almost think it's the most visited. Yeah. I, I feel I mean, like that's a lie. I'm just Google's number sad. one. I mean, it's like... How often are you Googling it, by the way? I never Google anymore. I'm Googling often. What's the last stuff you Google? I look at Google Trends every day. No way. What are you looking at? I just want to see what's going on in the world. No, no, no. Like, what do you look? Like, I literally want to see what's going on in the world. And I'll make video ideas based off of what's going on in the world. Like the Tesla Cybertruck? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a great one. It's a great example. Stuff like that. What's going on in the world? Make a video about it. One thing I was curious about. Yeah. What videos have you, can you not put out? Or have you recorded, but you're like, yo, it's too far? Uh, <laughs> this is a good question. Have Very you gotten this sticky. question? Oh, yeah. I don't, want to uh, well, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Well, I've never answered this question before, but I'll answer it for you. You don't I have like to you. if you don't want to. No, no, of course. I don't want you to get canceled. I'll answer it for you. Yeah, so I shot this one video. I shot this one video at the beginning of COVID uh, where I was very desperate. I was just getting my rise, and then COVID hit, and it was like, it looked like my entire rise was going to be over. So we had this idea where the NBA was just starting up in March, right? March Madness was supposed to happen, and the entire thing was in trouble. So what they did was they put them all in a stadium in Florida, which had the loosest COVID precautions. We had this idea of sneaking into the NBA bubble. Uh, so we went to Florida. We shot the entire video. And then we never posted it. Because we showed it. I showed it to my manager, Zach. Shout out, Zach. You're a god-tier manager. And he said this was uh, definitely on grounds for cancellation. So the oh, video, Why would you cancel for that? COVID was very ripe. We had been tested. We were tested. We were everything. But it was just kind of a... It was like at like peak like drama. Like if you did anything around COVID, you were like canceled type of, type of deal. It's hard to even remember. But that was a thing like a year ago, you know? So all that footage sits on our computer never to be edited. Maybe in a few years. At the end of this video, we're going to sell it. For as an <laughs> NFT. As an NFT. You guys can buy this as an NFT. We're going to start bidding. You know, like 5 ETH? ETH? Yeah. 5 ETH. Oh, ETH. Is that what it says? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, okay, oh, I'm a boomer, that leads me into the new thing. What, how, what are we thinking about NFTs? What are we thinking about crypto? Dude. You made a bunch of money on crypto. I've been watching that. You see that video? Those are the videos that I watch of yours. Yeah, I'm going to move my phone away. Don't steal my phone. <laughs> I tried to participate in the Dogecoin 420. It went really poorly, and I divested pretty quick. How much did you lose? I didn't lose anything. Did but you make I was money? There. I made like 200 bucks. That's money? It's money. But I was up like $5,000 in, sec- in a second, and then it all went down. I thought it was going to go up. I think about which videos of mine... Like, I put out a video two weeks ago called How I Made My First Million. Okay. Flocked. I watched it. I watched it it worked out, yeah. I want to make my first million, bro. I want to make my first million. Are you you listening to the way it worked out? Yeah. Honestly, it's pretty flattering. I think that's the part that, like, the individual that, like, listens, I'm like, oh, my God, that's cool. And, like, and then I'm sure it's you, like, DMs or emails or whatever, comments, like, you ask why I do YouTube, that. Yeah. They're like, yo, I listen to your thing. One of my friends, he said, uh, my buddy Tiny, one of my best friends, he listened to my video, and he's like, it was about some money thing, and he's like, oh, you know what? I think I'm just as smart as you, so I can make as much money as you. And I was like, that's the point. Yeah, I love that. I think I, I work hard and I'm aggressive, but I don't think I'm like that smarter than anybody else. Okay. You're just willing to... Do you think you've tried a lot of things? Yeah. A lot of things. A lot. I mean, I think I've definitely gotten more comfortable as I've gotten older. Yeah. 
I'm not as hungry, but one of the things that was interesting, I thought about on my bike ride. Yeah, hit me. I hung out with these like 28 year olds. They're a, one's a music producer yeah. and one is a, he's actually a programmer for rockets. Okay. And we, it was my friend's friends. It's fucking awesome. You're around young people, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, hanging out Jake. Yeah. I mean, Jake's 22 and you're 24. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are like hungry and you're like, I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Like, it's Do you great. feel less of that now? Oh, big time. How old are you right now? 39. Dude, That's 39. Pretty, pretty young, bro. No, no, I feel young. I don't feel old. I don't feel like... Yeah, you have a young energy body. Yeah, and, and I feel that way. But I remember being in my 20s, seeing 30-year-olds and be like, yo, dude, like, give up, you old man. Like, I remember <laughs> thinking I would never live above 30. And yeah. then when I got to 30 and it's still alive, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's still going. Yeah, it's crazy. The videos about how I got to a million actually did not do well. Like how we made It was like one of our... It was, because it's okay. unrelatable? I, maybe, maybe people don't believe that they're going to make a million dollars, so they don't even watch it. The video I, I watched it because I have confidence in myself. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's, I think there's something to that. It's funny. It's you stopped me. yourself. Did you feel like you can't say that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's funny about people it. People like I, people like don't like to know that their favorite creator. I'm not rich. I'm not rich yet. But people like don't like to know that. Like Emma Chamberlain's a great example. She almost got canceled for going to Fashion Week. She's very, very rich. She's very, 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 very rich. From YouTube stuff. From YouTube stuff. She's launched brands off of it. She's launched. Who, who is she? Uh, I don't she want does, she does, she, she, so she does like the Seinfeld of YouTube. It's a show about nothing. It's a show about her. She just records herself in a car for 20 minutes straight. 10 million views of video. Uh, has a coffee company. She drinks coffee all the time. So she launches a co- coffee company. Murders. Launches a couple other companies. Murder. Uh, she's huge, dude. She's a huge deal. It's very impressive what she's done. She's like 22 years old. Very, very, very impressive. Goes to fashion week. Shows that for one moment, she's not relatable. And her entire audience freaks out. So you have to be careful, man, about the way that you present yourself, you know? Luckily, I'm in a position right now where I'm not really past that point of, like, completely unrelatable. But eventually, if I'm successful at working really hard at what I'm doing, I'm already You're already successful. But, yeah, as you keep going with it. Right. Do you worry about that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think some of the biggest downfalls of creator on YouTube, I would attribute to them becoming rich and then showing that they're rich. Because then... You are a new person from what you were when they when your community started following you. You know, when you watch Emma Chamberlain, she's still driving a Hyundai at the park, going for a walk. She's not showing the part of her life where she's doing her accounting for making thirty million dollars a year. You know, I was trying to think why I do YouTube to some extent, but like I think I've always liked attention. Okay, That's something probably for you. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's just fu- yeah. it's fucking cool. Like, it's fun. Have you, like, you have your own TV show. Yeah, and the people get to like, interact with you, and they say what's up. And dude, like, I remember being inspired. This was probably a different generation, but uh, iCarly was a big thing. So it was a TV show with Miranda Cosgrove on Nickelodeon. Fred was on there. Fred was yeah. like the OG first person to hit a million subscribers on YouTube. Uh, on Fred, the guy. That, hey, Fred. Yes, he was. Oh my on. god, that guy. Oh, he so was all annoying. I loved that kid. I bought his merch. He was the first YouTuber merch I ever bought. I was in like fifth grade. Loved it. And they were the original YouTubers. They were on Nickelodeon. And they had a camera. Yeah. And they recorded themselves in the web show every week on a consistent basis. And that was inspiring, dude. Yeah. And it's like you create your own web show. And uh, that's reality now. It's crazy. Do you normally comment on other YouTubers and buy their merch? Is that a normal thing? I don't. I don't do that very often. I do that with my favorite creators. Who are your favorite creators? I'm a big fan of Michael Reeves. I don't know if you know Michael Reeves. Do you guys know Michael Reeves? He builds, like, robots and stuff. He recently did a thing where he got a Boston Dynamics dog robot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the Boston And turned into a uh, P-Bot 1000 or something. P-Bot 9000, I think. And he basically made it where, in quarantine, he's by himself and he wants to drink a lot. So he puts a solo, red Solo cup down. And this Boston, he reprogrammed the Boston Dynamics robot to walk around in 360s until it sees a red <laughs> Solo cup and then pees beer into the cup. <laughs> It's so funny. And he, that's all he does. That's real, right? He'll make one video like every six months and it gets like 30 million views over and over and over again. He's my favorite creator. Unbelievably impressive. Casey Neistat's another favorite one. I actually, very embarrassingly, have a do more tattoo that I got when I was 18. Which is Casey a Casey Neistat? It's a Casey Neistat knockoff tattoo. I've never shown this to anybody before. Really? I'm actually, yeah. So I'm really, I'm scared for the day that I meet Casey Neistat. And, uh, have to admit to him that I have a. No. What do you mean? I think that's ins- he'd be fucking honored. I don't know, man. Don't you he said so? he said at some point in another interview that he his his worst nightmares when people come up to him and said that say that they that they're inspired by him. Why is that a nightmare? He's, he puts himself. I think he, he I think puts, he's an introvert, dude. I think he's an introvert. I don't know. I don't want to say too much because I I do want to be friends. Casey, if you're out there, I do want to be friends with you. I think you're a great guy. 
Would you want to hang out with Casey and do like a collab? It would be the craziest thing in my entire life. What would be that video? What would you want to do? Somebody asked me about this earlier today. Uh, you know Jesse Itzler? Yeah. You know oh, yeah. him? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, so, Jesse's a, he's a awesome. He's such a character. So my friend Charlie is friends with him back in it because he lives in Atlanta. That's yeah. where I'm from. And they did, my boys that I'm friends with did a run. The mountain thing? No, they did that. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The like Everest equivalent. Yeah. They did like this whole like down the Grand Canyon to the other side, to the other rim, back out the other side. And they invited Jesse and I was going to invite Casey to that, but I didn't end up going. I was building system processes for YouTube and was too busy. But I want to do something like that. And I will invite Casey when it happens. Casey and I are in the DMs on Twitter. Are you? Yes. Low key. But really? I'm just waiting for the right opportunity. I'm not I'm not going to spam him. I'm going to wait for the right opportunity. How does that work? I don't know. I think something, something like that comes up, right? Like you're going to go run the... Something cool. Yeah, something cool to invite them to. Well, it's like kind of like this. It's like, of... yo, dude, come hang out in a hot tub with me. I'm going to have cameras. Exactly. How could I say no to this, dude? This, is so, <laughs> this was like exactly what I would do if I had a podcast. I would do this. Yeah. This is great. Similar to what I suggest like small creators do to collaborate with big creators is creating a situation where the person you're trying to do something with wins way bigger than you do. That's like what I did with Logan. It's like I literally came to his house, handed him $17,000, took a couch out that was like a big problem for him, created a content for his video. Like that's three wins for Logan. I'm stuck with a $17,000 loan, a giant couch I have nowhere to put, and all these problems which turn into content. But like, yeah, like how do I create a situation for Casey where like Casey wins huge, right? By hanging out. And then we create a friendship about that. I think just helping them win huge, huge. you also win. Yeah. That's huge. awesome. That's a good way to think about it. Oh, it's, I love the way you put it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you probably think of similarly with business. I think we were doing that with this stuff. I was just like, instead of, I'm not asking you for anything. I don't expect you, Jake. I was just like, why don't we just meet these people and fucking connect? If something happens in the future, great. If yeah. not, we just fucking meet cool people and like, yeah, have fun that. with that. I love that. I love that. Do you think more people in life should risk it? So you did the 17000 where you didn't have it, but you got like, you used your credit card or something? SBA like loan. Do you think more people should take that risk in life? Is that what maybe it's almost like what you inspire, dude? Yeah. Like you're like, yo, live. Yeah, like you're yeah. you're the Bob Goff of YouTube. <laughs> no, in That's a way, crazy. in a way where you're saying like, hey, yeah. I'm trying something. I'm putting myself out there. I don't know if it's gonna work, but I'm living. Yeah, dude. There's a saying that the biggest risk in life is not taking any risk at all, which is like you die and you never tried anything. That's my biggest fear is unfulfilled potential, right? So yeah, I think that's like a big message that I promote. It's like. The options are either A, you choose a dream and you either succeed or you die trying. Those are the only two options in my mind. Once you choose the goal, those are your two options. You either succeed or you die trying. Two options. Very binary. I mean, but they're both to the same goal. Yeah, right. Exactly. You'll probably have a good time either way. I call my audience underdogs. I love I'm that. Like the one that, I like, because I feel like myself, I've been like looked down upon or I wasn't. I had the underdog collection. It's my first merch drop. Really? Yeah, we called it their underdog. Oh, trademark. Sorry, I'm, yeah. we're changing our name. Yeah, yeah you got to change the that. The overachievers. Yeah, I love that. I name. love that. The tryhards. <laughs> you were talking about like people getting off the couch and doing these actions and like taking that stuff. Here's I a question for you. Yeah. Off of that note, one of the biggest questions I get asked is people see these videos because I'll post videos to promote sort of like Creator Now and a couple other things, and they'll see me at a super low point in my life. And the biggest question is like, how do you go from zero to one? Not zero to one hundred. Yeah. It's like, how do you take the first step towards yeah. whatever it is that you want to do? Yeah, it's like okay. Newton's law, right? Going from standing still to oh. like moving is the hardest part, right? An object at rest tends to stay at rest. An object in motion tends to stay in motion. I dropped out of all sciences. Okay. So that's Math, I was good. Mike and money, good. Math, I'm really bad at. So <laughs> object in motion tends to stay in motion, right? Yeah. Like you and I have momentum in our lives. Yeah. An object at rest, which is 99% of people... <laughs> Tends to stay at rest. Dude, so that is fucking the, truth, dude. I, on the bike trip, yeah. when we stopped, yeah. it was so hard to get going. Again. Exactly, bro. It's but when we're lot. riding, even if we're in pain, it's just like so much easier to keep going. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for somebody who is an object at rest? I think okay. for myself, I think there's two ways of looking at it. What is the smallest amount of confidence you can build for yourself today? So what is the smallest amount of thing you could do for yourself that makes you feel good, that gets momentum? So like, I specifically focus on business, but it's just like, if you want to get a business, go help one fucking person. Yeah. But people are like, oh, you know, I want to build a website. I want to do this. No, just one customer. Okay. So That's build a it. business there on one person, help them. That's it. And you're like, well, I don't want to charge As them. a starting point. Yeah, dude. Okay. Just go get, you want to do YouTube, just put your video today. We have a film crew. We have people here. We don't need that. You just need your phone. My first video this year, the reason I got started was in COVID. I was scared for two weeks. And then after two weeks, I put together a plan. Okay. And I felt comfortable and I felt confident. And I felt like, 
my mask is on. I can my oxygen mask. But okay. once your oxygen mask is on first, I felt like I need to go help other people. Okay. So and I started. Wait, when you say oxygen mask, you mean you're making the amount of money you need to make? Not it had nothing to do with money. It felt like I felt confident during COVID that I was going to be okay. Okay. And I was like, well, if I feel good now. Oh. I can go help other people. Okay, okay. So I took my phone and I was shirtless and I just started making videos. Yeah. On the same channel that you're running today? 100% still there. Yeah, it's sick. And so it was more like, I think what my message to everyone is just like, what can you do right now to get going to where you want to be? The smallest step possible. 100%. I always say like, starting the YouTube channel is like eating an elephant, right? It's like one bite at a time. That's the goal. Well, I think it's like one bite at a time, slowly but surely, small steps. Well, I've, it's called Law of 100. Just like get to 100. What do you mean by that? Get to 100 videos. Okay. Okay. Because like six videos, six weeks, great. Then yeah. a video doesn't work. And yeah, then a yeah. video doesn't work. And then you give up. So it's like, if you come into 100 and each video, you kind of try to make it a little bit better. Okay. And if 100, it's, I'm finally at 100. I'm like, okay, it's going to work. Got it. I agree with that. I think the 100 is a powerful number. If you can make 100 videos, you will learn something. I think the, the thing coming back to the question for you that I was curious. Yeah. Is that how did you know that that's what you wanted? I feel like that's where, what I've noticed in my life. And I think it's true for everyone. I think everyone can get whatever they want, but figuring out what you want is hard. Yeah. So dude. how did you know that, like, this whole... I YouTube didn't, dude. I didn't. I uh, I actually started, which was a little bit like taking, like, walks and stuff. Yeah. I took that out of uh, um, 75 Hard. You know about that program? Yeah. Okay. Did so you do I, it? Yeah. So I started 75 Hard at, like, my darkest moment, and it just forced me to take a step forward, which was, like, the minimum workout requirement for a day is a walk. So I started taking 45-minute walks. And so I would do, like, these walks in silence. And after 75 days, almost 100, which is kind of an interesting thing, of doing these walks in silence, I like really started to like think about what I wanted to be doing with my life. And it became so abundantly clear that I had been pushing off this dream for so long. And then I started. And then now we're here a year later, uh, which is crazy to think about. I attribute a lot of my success to that program, which is crazy to say. You said you blocked out the last week? Yes. What happened? How was that? What did you think about it? You it was great. I, took, I, I walked like 30 miles worth of walks. I just walk and I just think in silence. It's what was amazing. like any insights you want to share? Or, like what, what came to you? The main insight that I would like to share Shit. is that you should go on more walks to, in, in silence and reflect on what you're doing with your life and what you like to be doing. You should do sustained walks over a period of time. If you're lacking direction on what you want to do with your life, you should do sustained walks in silence over a period of time. I guarantee you find an answer. Honestly, like on the bike, yeah. not even on the bike, but like the past year, I'm like, just so lucky. Yeah. Same. Dude. I was like, I feel abundantly blessed and lucky. Here's a question to ask people that I've done in the past probably year or so. Yeah. Ask people if they feel lucky. And it's really fascinating to find out what people say. Mm. Some people are like, yo, I'm really lucky. And you ask like, a lot of questions. All the time. Yeah, I like, I like those questions. What was the insight you got from that? If you want um, to share. I got abundant clarity on what I wanted to do with my life and how miserable I was at doing what I was doing. It's like, like the stuff that I learned is like 17 layers deep on the YouTube game. So it's hard to like kind of transfer into it because I'm like, like, I'm, like, talking to, like, people who are, like, really deep into the YouTube game and learning these, like, very specific things. It's, like, character development and how to develop characters and what your CPM is and how to optimize CPM and, like, all these, like, little details and nitty-gritties of how to optimize YouTube. Hell, yeah. Like, it's these little things like that that take, like, a long time to sort of go into. But what I would say is a year ago, I was having very different conversations with myself on what I wanted to be doing. Exactly. So I think, I think it was realizing what I hated and what I liked and what I wanted to be working towards and how short life is. You, you don't get a lot of time on planet Earth. You get one ride on the moonship we call Earth. How did you get so clear that you wanted this? I've always wanted it. I just blocked it out of my mind for a long period of time. I just pushed it back, pushed it back, pushed it back, pushed it back. Because a lot of people told me I should graduate college. A lot of people told me that like the production company was really cool and I should do that. I got a lot of positive affirmation from my ego that that was cool. But when I spent time with myself, I realized that, that wasn't really what I wanted to be doing. So one of the things you said earlier, you wanted to get to a lot of subscribers to yeah. do stuff. Yeah. I was wondering, the role play, remember we never finished it. You yeah. role play, you got to 50 million subscribers. No, I got to 1 million. I wish I'm I role playing though. Yeah, okay. You're okay. at 50 million of subs. Like, yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah. What do you want to do then? Because um, you're like, yo, I really want that. I really care about uh, preserving the planet. So what do you do? You have 50 million subs. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You can I also do it at 1 million too. I make like, a video. Yeah. I put a sidebar donation opportunity for the Rainforest Association. And we freaking fund a bunch of money to save the freaking planet. That's what we do. Save the planet, baby. Save the planet. So I'm what, very passionate about the environment. So what would that money go toward? Like now you have all these people, you have all this attention, you have the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you can choose people that you trust to spend the money the way. I need to focus on videos. So I'm gonna create a situation where I can funnel viewership and money and whatever else towards people that I trust, take the money and do something important with it. And I think that environmental causes are really important. 
think that the survival of humanity is really important. Kind of important. Yeah. So uh, I'd probably funnel the money that way. How much can you get me, you think? For this video, this is probably going to be 50. My mom will sub. I'll tell her to do it. Okay, cool. The whole, like, I'll go to the synagogue. Guaranteed one. The synagogue. Yeah. Blow me up, baby. Dude, watch out. Earlier today, you mentioned you do things by any means necessary. Yeah. What does that mean? I was kind of curious, like, how far will you go? How far will you not go? Where's the line? Where's the line? How far will you go? That's a great question. I will do whatever it takes to become successful outside of my, outside of violating my own moral compass, which is, like, treat people well, live above the line of extreme legality. I'll break the rules every once in a while. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. As long as we do those two things, I'm pretty okay with whatever. The team wanted me to give you $10,000? For what? They were asking if I gave you ten thousand dollars this week to spend on a video. What would you do with it? But then you said Pizza Hut, and yeah. then I got excited and I said fifty fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Sorry, team. I, mean, I don't know what yeah. to say. They're fired. I trade your budget a little bit. This one I was excited about. Can you roast me? Oh. Like, can you roast my channel? What sucks? I kind of already roasted you a little bit. I think your thumbnails are great. Your math is off, unfortunately. Yeah, but the, I want you to see the newer shit and be like, "Yo, this is how." If you ran our channel and like we're targeting business people, kind of like Jake, but we have different styles, which I, I appreciate. Yeah, I would love to hear how like you fucking roast our shit. Like, I, I don't know how you're spending a half a million dollars. I respect your willingness to spend to invest. Yeah, but uh, I would audit your budget a little bit, maybe. I hate to say that, but I'd be curious to see how you look at our channel and be like, "Yo, here's how I would run it differently." Like, here's the videos that I because like my uh, videos are not, your videos are very specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not- I think you're doing great. I think you're, I think your topics are great. I end up clicking on a lot of your stuff. My CTR, my CTR on your channel is very high compared to a lot of channels that I subscribe to. So I would give you props for the titles, and I'll give you props for the thumbnails. If you were trying to do more business, if you had to do content targeted towards business people, what yeah. would you do? Like, I would be 95% similar to you. I think that's why I actually watch you. I don't watch a lot of business people on YouTube. You have a lot of personality. Keep doing that. Okay. You like do this like funny. I love your personality. You do, you do this funny like personality bit where you're like, you like do these little like ad libs. You'll be like, Grant Cardone made $100,000. Ah! You like do those little ad libs. I really appreciate that stuff. I love the personality in the videos. Keep doing that stuff. Keep doing thumbnails. Keep doing titles. Keep doing the personality, and grind it out and make like it is, one honestly, or two videos. It's a, week. a it's a grind. Dude. It's a fun. I think one of the things I was talking with Jake about too is like how do you have fun grinding for a long period of time? We talk about yeah. sustainability. And yeah, like, of course, of course. Make sure you're having fun doing it. How good are you at ping pong? Seven out of ten. How good are you? you? I actually want to throw a YouTuber ping pong competition. That's actually what we we're talking about here. Really? Right here, ping pong. I fuck with ping pong, dude. Really? One. You have a I'm table like here? Half- you have a table downstairs? I wish. Okay, we should oh, play. Are, we you, should are play. you into ping pong? Uh, I am. If I play for a few days straight, I get really good. I haven't played in a little bit. I want to do a YouTuber ping pong competition. I'll invite you if we do it. Honestly, this is fucking cool, man. Yeah, we had a great time. All right, bro. Thank you for everything. Appreciate you, bro. Well, that is a wrap. I hope you loved the episode. If you did, go subscribe to Air Rack. That's Air, R-A-C-K, on YouTube. Or check out his course, creatornow.club. He's awesome. Next, text a friend you love him. Yo, dog, let's go eat tacos in a jacuzzi together. I really am doing that a lot, actually, these days. Before you go, tweet at me at Noah Kagan and let me know what you thought of this episode. Also remember to go subscribe to my email list, but you already did, so just ignore this part. But the next part is going to be really good, so don't skip it. But it's sendfox.com slash Noah to join my newsletter. Also, appsumo.com. It's the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. You know what to do. Appsumo.com. Go subscribe to the newsletter. Finally, a couple shout-outs to my amazing team. Jason, podcasttech.com. I love you, dog. Let's make podcasts together. Thank you, Mitchell, Jeremy, Hubert, Jonathan, Sasa. What up, Sasa? And Jen from the Dork Team. Y'all make it look so easy. I appreciate every single one of you. And finally, a shout-out to Kim, Crystal, and Genevieve at AppSumo.com. Thank you for promoting awesome-ass tools to help Sumolings and amazing customers at AppSumo. Y'all rock. Have a stupendous day. What's your favorite condiment? That's a good one. Mine's pickles. Mmm, pickles! Pickles!